0: But when I'm balanced, I am more fluid. I pivot easily. I have these creative ideas. I feel supported. I feel softer. I don't feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders. This is the Alchemize Life Podcast, and I am your host, Ava Johanna. Transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day, and with every episode, you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. We've got a solo episode, and you know what I discovered? This is going to make me sound so nerdy. Um, Soul, as in like S-O-U-L, like the soul of why we're doing things that we're doing, is in the word solo. I'm so nerdy. Oh my goodness. this is a solo episode, meaning I'm bringing you guys the soul today. (laughs) And I alluded to this a little bit in my intro for this Monday's episode. The topic today is all about masculine energy and feminine energy. And before I jump into all of it, it's really funny because about a year ago, I taught a yoga class in San Diego and tried to talk about masculine energy and feminine energy. Literally had zero idea what I was talking about. And I had someone come up to me and say, you know, I really didn't like how you referred to masculine energy. And I was very triggered by it because I was just not at a point of awareness within my own words but it was this really cool container in which I was able to check in with myself and ask myself what is this trying to teach me and the lesson was that I shouldn't fucking talk about things that I don't know about and act like a point of authority um so a year later I'm really excited to be coming back and talking about masculine and feminine energy specifically how it has been reflected in my own life and hopefully by the end of this podcast episode, you guys will have one, some tools to take with you and also just some food for thought at how your energy may have leaned one way or another throughout your relationships, your work, and your entire, I mean, your entire relationship to life itself and really use this as a catalyst to create more balance in your life. Um, I think we're all looking for balance and it's a sliding scale for sure. And I think it Begins and ends with our energy. And so hopefully you will join me on this journey and have some great takeaways to incorporate into your life, especially as we move into the new year. And, you know, I felt inspired to record this episode, this solo episode, because it is a topic that I've really been playing around with a lot in my own life. You know, what happens when we lean too far into one energy? I've been exploring the duality of my masculine and feminine energy a lot over the past few weeks, especially coming back from Costa Rica, where I had so much time to simply be. And I think I've certainly been alluding to it in different ways, whether it be focusing on the energy of our business versus taking action or my own personal goal to slow down over the holidays. And what I've found for myself is how dominant my masculine energy has been since I was a teenager. For those of you that are new to the podcast, you may not fully know my story. So I'm gonna share just a little bite-sized version of it. And there's other solo episodes where you can learn more about me as well as um, podcast episodes that I've been on where I've shared my full story. Um, Skin Owl, Annie Teflin's podcast, the Off the Record podcast is a great place for you to um, learn about me in detail. And I have it all linked on my website under the press page. But at 16 years old, My mom, my sister, and I were evicted from our home in a very affluent neighborhood. And it was really challenging being 16 years old, coming from having a lot to having nothing, being surrounded by everything and feeling empty and as if I had nothing to give. And what this did for me was put me in a place of believing that I had to work really, really hard in order to be successful, in order to have money, and that I had to continue striving for that next level in fear of ever getting back to that place again, of not having a home, of having to be on food stamps, of having to go to the food bank on Saturdays to pick up groceries, um, of feeling completely inadequate next to my peers. And... This energy of doing and accomplishing traveled with me. I mean, still travels with me. I'm still working on it um, throughout the better half of my 20s, through all of my careers, all of my relationships. And over the past few months, I have realized how big of a toll my masculine energy has had on my work, my own energy levels, my physical energy levels as well as my relationships and our energy, whether it be dominantly masculine or dominantly feminine can not only impact our work, but it can impact our relationships. And so I felt really inspired to dive into this topic with you guys to give you a opportunity to inquire within and see how maybe your primarily masculine energy or primarily Feminine energy has potentially been impacting the way that you relate to the world around you and the people around you and the way that you present your work into the world. And so these are all my opinions. I am not an expert in the masculine and the feminine. I am only relating from my own experience in hopes that my experience will resonate with you or at least give you another perspective. But for me, the masculine energy is the aggressiveness. It is the initiation. It is the driving, the leading, the accomplishing. And when I say aggressive, I don't necessarily mean aggressive in a negative connotation. Instead, I look at aggressive as the go-getter and the logical and the hardness Whereas the feminine is more of the softness, the fluidity, the intuition, the creation, the space and the stillness, the receptivity, the allowing. And they're both on opposite sides of the spectrum, they're polarities. And when we are too far in our masculine or too far in our feminine, we are in a sense imbalanced. And like I said, balance is always a Sliding scale, it's a moving target. But I believe that we all kind of know when we are in balance or imbalanced. (laughs) And what I experienced through my dominant masculine energy was burnout, frustration, a feeling like I was muscling through everything but not seeing progress. And I think. God, I thank my highest self. I thank all of my angels and my guides for giving me the gift of intuition because it was my intuition that whispered just loud enough for me to hear that the muscling through wasn't getting me anywhere. And in my intro last week, I spoke a little bit about embracing our qualities and our gifts and some of the beliefs or the conditioning that we may have absorbed throughout our upbringing. And I think that this is something to embrace as well. I'm very grateful for my masculine energy because it has allowed me to pursue this podcast with unwavering belief and confidence that it would be something big. It's allowed me to build my business It's allowed me to not feel so much fear when networking and reaching out and standing up for myself and what I want and asking. So I embrace that side of me and I invite you, whether you fall further into the masculine or more into the feminine, to embrace that aspect of you because it has gotten you as far as you are today. And that's really, really beautiful. It's really beautiful. Now, there's a line that we dance on where it becomes unsupportive of us reaching our highest self, of us tapping into that divine self, that godly self, that oneness. And so I believe that we dance on that line and we take a step forward and sometimes have to take a step back. Or maybe we don't take the step at all And then we realize we should have taken the step, but it's all for a purpose. It's all within divine timing. And so allow yourself to embrace whether you fall more on the masculine or more on the feminine and allow yourself to also be flexible enough to pivot and be dynamic and be open to leaning into the other energy in support of you being more connected to the people around you and supportive of you being more connected to your work of making a bigger difference, of stepping into your worth, of shining your light so fucking bright that the world is just so attracted to it. It's your receptivity that allows you to shift back into balance. So what I realized by being more in my masculine is that I wasn't allowing the people around me to support me. I wasn't allowing myself to soften. I was, again, reaching that stage of burnout, of lack of creativity, of feeling like I was muscling through but not really getting anywhere. And over time, this exhaustion just got to a point where in my relationship and in my business, I just wanted to throw in the towel and say, fuck it. Like, I want to be soft. I want to be sexy. I want to be feminine. And luckily... This all happened over the past couple of weeks. And so I had this beautiful container of going to Costa Rica for the yoga retreat and the uh, Conscious Creators retreat. And we set up the retreat to have multiple hours of free time every single day. And so I was really able to practice letting go, practice surrendering, practice not doing, 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 but instead being and basking in the sun and swimming and laughing and dancing and singing and being around other women And so I was able to practice this divine femininity All right, you guys, a few months ago, I shared with you my Mother's Day and Father's Day gift. And with the holidays approaching, I know we are all scrambling to find thoughtful gifts for our loved ones. This is where StoryWorth comes in. So I've talked about it before, and my dad has absolutely loved the StoryWorth gift that I got him for Father's Day. So if you don't know what StoryWorth is, it's an online platform that sends your loved one a weekly story prompt via email that they fill out. At the end of the year, StoryWorth combines all of their responses into a book with a photo of your choice and sends it to you. So all of your memories are preserved in such a meaningful form. It's honestly been hilarious and a great way to get to know my dad because you can choose from pre-populated questions that they already have or make up your own. So we got really unique with it because I wanted to know all of my dad's troublemaker stories there's a lot. If you want thoughtful gifts or a gift for someone that has absolutely everything already, go with StoryWorth. Sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash alchemized. You'll get $20 off your first purchase and that's storyworth.com slash alchemized for $20 off. Happy holidays, everyone. And so for those of you that are resonating with this topic and are noticing maybe you fall too much into the masculine or fall too much in the feminine, how can you set up a container for yourself to practice the polarity? If you find yourself being overly feminine, maybe you're very surrendered and soft and soft-spoken and have trouble stepping into your truth or using your voice or taking action? What are the ways in which you can start to practice masculinity? Maybe that means giving yourself a stricter calendar as we move into the new year. It means setting a stricter container and boundaries for yourself with your work not being so relaxed with work, but instead stepping up and creating routine for yourself. Or maybe it means with your partner, asking if you can take the role of masculine for a moment. Maybe that means planning a trip or surprising your partner with a date or... I don't know, opening the pickle jar, (laughs) whatever it might be. There's so many different ways that you can practice masculinity or femininity. If you're on the masculine side, again, being around women or drawing yourself a bath at the end of the day, putting on oils or clearing out your schedule, creating space in your schedule. You can do these practices and they don't have to be these big grand gestures. It can be little tiny things that allow us to ease into the polarity versus trying to shock our nervous system and actually get us into a place where we feel so uncomfortable that we can't even handle whatever other energy we're trying to work with. Does that make sense? It's the little easy actionable steps that we can take or lack of steps that we can take that allow us to shift and play with both of the energies of the feminine and the masculine. And in doing so, you'll notice a flexibility, a mental flexibility begin to engage. So for example, and I think I spoke about this a while ago, when I went to Canada over the summer, I set myself up to not have anything to do. For an entire week, I had nothing to do. I worked so hard up until that last day to make sure that I had no emails, no podcast interviews, nothing. Nothing for an entire week so I could just enjoy being at my parents' house and enjoy relaxing. You guys, it was so fucking hard for me to relax. I bit off more than I could chew. I gave myself too much space that I got so uncomfortable and I found myself refreshing my inbox every 15 minutes, trying to look for something to do. It was so unlike what I was used to. And it was so foreign that I felt more discomfort than if I had just given myself a little bit of work throughout the rest of the trip. And so I share that with you guys because often when we are approaching anything, whether it be a new diet starting a new project, playing with our femininity or masculinity, we try to do too much. And instead, I invite you to just do a little bit at a time and start where you are, use the tools that you have and do what you can. I say that all the time, start where you are, use the tools that you have, do what you can. Because that's really how we create sustainable and lasting change. That's how it happens, not by doing everything all at once. So for you guys that are listening, ask yourself what balance looks like and what imbalance looks like. I already shared with you when I am too much in my masculine, I'm exhausted, I'm not creative, I'm muscling through, I'm doing, doing, doing without seeing a lot of results. But when I'm balanced, I am more fluid. I pivot easily. I have these creative ideas. I feel supported. I feel softer. I don't feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders. And I get to play between the balance and the imbalance. And I get to be flexible with what balance looks like and what imbalance looks like because it's always changing, of course. So what does balance look like to you? Where is that sweet spot where you feel really creative but you're getting things done or you are slowing down enough to receive divine guidance to really work on your intuition, to begin creating and funneling all of these ideas into the material? It's different for all of us. So what does balance look like and what does imbalance look like to you? And this is a shorter episode, but I wanted to share how this energy of femininity and energy of masculinity is going to be showing up for me in the new year and really what I've learned over the past few months. And hopefully this inspires you guys to then look at how you can work with your energy in the coming weeks as we head into the new year, as well as 2020. We've got a amazing new decade. I know everyone's saying like, what are you going to do with the last couple days of your decade? I am using it for reflection so I can hit 2020 as hard as I can with the most balance as possible. Again, this is my masculinity coming out, my masculine energy coming out saying I can hit 2020 as hard as I can. I'm still learning, you guys. Don't judge me. (laughs) So, One of the things that I've learned is that energy itself is sacred and also very easily malleable. So protect your energy and say no more than you say yes. And that can be hard, especially when we have a lot of like lack mentality and scarcity mindset. Saying no is really, really challenging. But it's an opportunity for you to really hone in on the areas that you want to shed light on and the ways that you can be most impactful. Saying yes to everything does not mean that you are more valuable or that you're more worthy or that you have more meaning. It's actually a way to distract you from the real work that you're meant to be doing. So your energy is sacred. Notice the people that are around you and how they interact with your energy and how they shift your own energy. For me, and I think I shared this a little bit, LA has been challenging. And I think the reason being is that there's so much energy at play and I'm very, very um, susceptible to taking in people's energy. I was literally in a bar in Costa Rica and they had like WWE or F, whatever the wrestling is on the TV. and the people on the TV were so intense that it was sending me into an anxiety attack. And I didn't think that I was that susceptible to energy. I don't know. Costa Rica is also like an energetic vortex. It's crazy down there. Um, But I had to walk away from the bar and sit by the pool in silence because I could not sit at the bar anymore because it was just freaking me the fuck out. So... Notice the way that your energy interacts with the environment that you're in, and create space for yourself. Solitude is an opportunity to create space for yourself, and within creating that space, you access your intuition, you access creativity. It channels through you, and we are always receiving messages. But the busier we are, the less likely we are to hear them until they're screaming at us. So, for example, being in Costa Rica and having so much space, I had so much time to think, so much stuff. To came through about where I'm at in all areas of my life. And it was a really, really powerful container for me to just listen to my intuition and allow creativity to channel through me. And finally, the last thing that I learned is that my work is not to be everything to everyone. And this goes back to saying no more than saying yes, but I'm going to be honing in on my gifts and noticing when distraction starts to pull my focus away from serving you guys through my podcast and through my one-on-one mentorship, as well as the in-person experiences that are coming up in the new year, like my VIP immersion that is happening January 25th through the 26th in Santa Barbara. There's a link in the show notes for all of the details. It's for female entrepreneurs and I could not be more excited. Um, it's, there's three different workshops throughout the weekend, including a hands-on stress strategy session for all of us to set the stage for 2020 being the most abundant year yet. And there's going to be massages and hosted dinners. It's going to be a really, really fun weekend. So again, if you have any questions or want to learn more or want to save your spot, you can head to the link in the show notes. And I'm offering $500 off through the end of this week for all of you guys that want to come. So anyways... All of these things that I've learned over the past few months about energy and solitude and creativity and intuition have really allowed me to have a clear picture of how I want to focus my energy moving into 2020. And I have alluded to this a little bit. I think I shared actually definitively, but I've completely given up my studio classes. It is no longer in alignment for me to be showing up on a weekly basis in a studio setting. It's not something that I ever thought I was gonna do long-term. And so really what I'm doing right now is creating the space for me to welcome in these long-term projects like the podcast, like my mentorship program and like these in-person experiences. So I'm really excited because I'm going back to basics and I find that every year at the end of the year, I always am simplifying versus trying to add anything more in. And I think that that's a really beautiful practice because the less that we have, on our plates, the better we can show up for the things that are on our plates and the better we can get at these things. And I think that when we busy ourselves so much, we don't give enough energy and enough of our attention to the message that we have at play, the mission that we are serving on this planet. And so I really invite you to just look at how you can show up in the new year. And again, if you feel called to, I would love to have you at our VIP immersion in Santa Barbara at the Hotel Californian. It's really gonna be a powerful container for you guys to get clear on how you're gonna be showing up over the year and setting a tone for the year as well to be receptive, to play with the feminine, to play with the masculine and use both of those energies, the duality of them both to create really massive changes in your business, in your relationships, in your mindset. So you can really fully step into that higher version of yourself that is confident, that does step into the light and shine and speak and serve to up-level and uplift society as a whole. So I hope you guys like this episode. It was a short one, but I'm very grateful to be able to speak with you guys in a solo format. And I'm excited to bring more of these into the new year. And I'm excited for the rest of the interviews that are happening over the coming weeks as we close out 2019. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And I just wanna thank all of you for being along for the ride with me. It's been a crazy couple of months, a transformational couple of months, but even as walls fall down, even as things change, know that growth is inevitable Whether it's something hard or something easy and beautiful, well, it's all beautiful, but growth is always there for you. Growth is always happening on the other side of these revelations, on the recognition of the areas of our lives, the areas of our minds and our souls that are there to be malleable and molded and transmuted. And it's all for the higher purpose of you stepping into your light, of you meeting your highest self, stepping into that energy, and then being an example for all of those around you, an embodiment of this work to inspire everyone around you. I love you guys. Don't forget, we're doing a giveaway this week for a Everly Well at-home lab food sensitivity test. And I'm excited, you guys. All you have to do is leave a five-star review and a written review. Leave your Instagram handle in the review so I can choose you by Sunday. It's really exciting. I love Everly Well Food Tests because it tells you all the things that you're sensitive or maybe not sensitive. All right, you guys. (laughs) I'm going to hop off now. If you have any questions, want to chat with me further about anything that I talked about, please feel free to send me a DM. My one-on-one mentorship is also open. So there's gonna be a link in the show notes for that as well. And I think that that's it, you guys. So I hope you all have an amazing rest of your weekend. I love you. Goodbye.